appreciate y'all for tapping in with the Stamper Podcast today. Now, before we begin, I got something special, especially for you notary entrepreneurs. I want you guys to check out the Notary Agency System. This is a proven course on how to build, grow, and maintain a nationwide notary business from scratch. Now, this is a system that I use every day in my business, and this is going to show you how to automate and systematize your agency so that it's more profitable than working out of a notary signing agent directory. Now, this is not just another course with theory. I'm sharing my five years of experience so that you can stay ahead of the competition. It includes six video modules, telephone inquiry script, email confirmation scripts to use for your notaries, how to win more deals on Thumbtack, how to automate your clients leaving reviews, the process to working with law firms, and you'll also receive an exclusive invite to the Stamper community so that way you're not building this business by yourself. If you want to learn more, visit www.notaryagencysystem.com. Again, that's www.notaryagencysystem.com. You're now officially tuned in with the Stamper Podcast. Let's go. What's going on, you guys? You are now tapped in with the Stamper Podcast. This is episode 19. We 19 episodes in, y'all. We stopped for a while, but we getting this thing cooking. We building momentum, and we not going to stop. I got a special guest in the building. It's a, a gentleman who I've been waiting to sit down with. Uh, quick story real quick, man. Uh, we I, met, I connected with this brother through, what was it, through uh, Andre's Notary Business School? Yes, sir. And this man has been giving me knowledge, gems, at the gems, at the gems. And the information has worked. So this is a gentleman who I want to sit down with. I've had the pleasure to collaborate with him on an assignment as well. We have Joe Butler in the building. How you doing, Joe? Oh, doing good, man. Thanks for having me on today. I appreciate it. Like I said, this has definitely been a long time coming for both of us. Absolutely, man. We find, find, finally, finally happy that we're able to get down and connect with each other, have a meeting in the minds, and hopefully with this episode, we will give this not just just notaries, but just the people, the audience, a lot of uh, value in general. No, absolutely. I and mean, that's one of the things that, you know, in the industry, it's just a lot of people tend not to want to do. I think everyone tries to hoard information to themselves and think mm-hmm. it's, you know, some proprietary, there's enough business out there for all of us. So, Absolutely. you know, you and I can sit down together and if, you know, what comes out of this is somebody else making a couple extra dollars and God bless them, man, that's what we're here for. Absolutely. So just tell us, so just starting off, just tell, just tell the people about yourself, right? And how'd you get into the notary industry? So really funny story. So I got into the notary actually a year as of last week. So, you know, I had actually sold my business. I was a partner in a technology consulting firm for a better part of a decade, had a you know, pretty solid exit. You know, I was the past 20 years I've been in uh, technology sales, uh, typically focusing on like enterprise level, like technology like rollouts for big banks. So on a given year, I was typically selling, you know, 25 to $30 million worth of services and product during the year for a lot of years. So, you know, ended up selling to my partner. Um, I was kind of just worn out, you know, working 100 plus hours a week. Uh, so what I did after I exited is I actually opened up a uh, sales consulting company. And what I did is I, you know, got approached by a bunch of, you know, services companies, a bunch of hardware and software companies saying, hey, you know, can you rep our products here in the U.S. and we'll pay you a retainer plus a high commission. But listen, you make your own schedule. You make your hours. You work when you want to work. So for me, it was, you know, a great opportunity. And about a year ago, you know, obviously during COVID, um, you know, my wife and I were looking to go into a business where we could kind of be partners in, you know, mm-hmm. together, kind of build something up. She was a teacher for several years, originally out in Brooklyn, 
Uh, then we know we relocated to New Jersey when we had our first son about 19 years ago. Well, not about, but it was 19 years ago yes. when he was born, you know, so ended up, um, you know, we got to talk in, we think about something in the real estate industry. We now have a few friends in the mortgage business. And it, now I found that to be a complete grind where I didn't want to be, you know, just selling again 24 seven because I was going back on the hamster wheel again. Yeah. So, you know, ended up, believe it or not, you know, I look on my explore page on Instagram. And there was one of Andre's ads for Notary Business School. So first thing I said was, you know, he has a, the two to 12,000 K club. And I'm like, this is not a bad thing. I'm like, so I call a friend of mine who's in the mortgage business. I'm like, I'm like, listen, I go, is this actually a thing right now where I go, I'm used to go into a bank, getting something notarized or paying someone like, you know, $2 a page over at the UPS store. And he was like, Joe, he's like, in the mortgage business, this is a real thing. He goes, during COVID, no one wants to come to an office. They want you to come to them. He goes, it can be a pretty lucrative business. So, you know, on a whim, I reached out to Andre. You know, he and I had a you know, great conversation, very upfront with a lot of stuff. Uh, you know, we ended up talking for a bit, and I am taking his original class. And I kind of just, like, after about 15, 20 minutes of the first class, you know, the light bulb went off in my head. This is a real business. And, you know, we got to getting into the business, like everybody else signed up with, you know, signingorder.com, you know, Snap Docs, everybody else kind of sat there twiddling my thumb saying, well, when's God going to deliver a hundred signings to me? You know, my wife, you know, did a little bit different. She, she went with the um, loan signing systems to do the training a little more, um, a little more fluffier, let's say, yeah. than, you know, going, you know, where I found like Andre's and some other people's. Their stuff is very compact. It's, you know, you get a lot out of it in a very short period of time. Like there's, it's like no nonsense. So all of a sudden, you know, got our first few orders in. This is what I always recommend to everyone is, you know, when you first start, work with the science services because believe me, you're you're learning on their dime. You know, you're not going to get the money that you are going to eventually get to, but it's better than paying for it. You know, listen, you're going to clear money. You're going to make money. It's, you know, going to take a bunch of junk assignments, especially now. Cause I mean, I've seen a lot. I mean, I signed up half the signing services and I mean, I'm seeing the companies I used to get a buck, 20 buck, 30 for a refire down to like $75. And it's like, it's like 75 miles away from my house. So, you know, then a few months later, we kind of pivoted a bit and I started doing, you know, as I hate, I hate saying this phrase and, you know, we've talked about this before general notary work like there's two different things it's at the end of the day, it's all notary work whether it's right. you know i'm stamping a trust a will whatever it might be or i'm doing someone's mortgage i'm still providing the same service right but what i found out with that business was i'm making a whole heck of a lot more money for doing a whole heck of a lot less work you know i'll go out and do i did a trust last weekend it was a they wanted me to come out saturday morning i was there i would say 30 minutes it was 20 minutes each way $300 for an hour of my life. It would have taken me double that to do a mortgage closing at 150. So I don't differentiate between general notary work and between, you know, loan signing or notary signing agent, however you want to, you know, I think people call themselves actually want to have, it seem more important or higher up in the food chain, but yeah. and the day we're all a bunch of guys and girls with stamps. I mean, right. let's just call it what it is. And we're providing, I mean, listen, we're providing a phenomenally valuable service to the marketplace. You know, it taught, I have a lot of friends that work in the bank industry, and I spoke to a local branch manager and I was explaining to her what I'm doing. And she goes, Oh, it makes sense. She goes, Right now, she goes, other than like, you know, stamping like one signature, she goes, Most of the banks can't stamp anything anymore. There was so much fraud during COVID, especially in the PPP loans. Those bank officers won't do 
anything. They won't touch a, a will, a trust, a power of attorney, nothing. They, if it's not a simple, hey, I'm so-and-so and stamp my signature, they don't want to hear about it. I don't care how much you have in your account there. They're not going to do it anymore. So it, it comes down to, I'll tell you, it's actually funny. I was talking you know, to my older son. He's 19, he's a college freshman. And I was explaining to him, you know, what we're doing. And he goes, oh, like you guys are basically like the DoorDash of your industry. He's like, it's, you know, people are paying for the convenience. <laughs> right. And I'm like, and I'm like out of the mouth of babes. I'm like, I had to basically have my 19 year old explain to me really what the industry is. Yeah. But, you know, we've had, the industry. you know, we've had a lot of success, you know, in working in areas that typically a, a lot of folks wouldn't think to work in. And a lot of it's popped up through doing stuff through Thumbtack, collaborating with other folks. I mean, listen, I mean, you, Andre, you know, Tech and Tiger, legitimately, there's probably no four better people to learn from in the industry, especially, I mean, listen, Tiger is an absolute beast when it comes to, again, general notary work. And he is, I mean, I, his, his call scripts, I mean, I use his, listen, I sold $20 million of services a year for 20 years. I use his closing techniques to close people. My conversion rate on Thumbtack went from like 20% to like 75 now. You know, so, I mean, that's the thing. And that's the thing, you know, this is, that's the problem with like a lot of people. They don't want the time to learn from each other. Yeah. All you get is, you know, I don't know if, I see a lot of times in a lot of the Facebook groups, you see a new notary and the first thing they say is, oh, who can mentor me? Well, mentor yourself first. Go out, get the proper training. You know, listen, yeah. Andre's class, I, I, no, I mean, listen, Andre should start paying me a commission for saying this, but his, his classes, a lot of times you get them for 75 bucks, 100 bucks. Your courses are fantastic. You know, I mean, for less than, you know, three, 400 bucks, you're getting everything you need. You know, so that's why I always get a little like, you know, I kind of roll my eyes. We see someone who's like, oh, I need someone to mentor me. It's like, well, what are you giving me in return for my time? <laughs> my time's worth, listen, my time, listen, I got my, my signs. I know what my, my sign time is worth down to the minute. Right. You know, not, not even the hour. I know basically to the minute, I know what, what it costs me to print a piece of paper. You know, I know basically any loan document is going to cost me six dollars to print between the cost of my toner, cost of my paper, because they're averaging 150 pages. You figure it out; it comes out to about six dollars on a laser printer. Got it you know, so that's science. Thing. You have to listen. At the end of the day, it, it, no matter what we're doing, selling, it, it's a business. At the end of the day, we're here to make money. And I always tell people, listen, I'll I'll wear my priestly collars on Sunday. But yeah. Monday through Friday, you know, I'm, I got to make money, Absolutely. you know, and we're, listen, we're providing a very valuable service. Listen, I did a trust a few weeks ago. The guy, you know, had no problem paying $300 because he, originally his attorney wanted to do it and wanted to charge him three fifty an hour, three hour minimum. I provide the same service for a third of the cost. You know, so that's the thing. I mean, you know, I think a lot of folks get so hung up on the whole concept of just doing loan work. Yeah. That you know, listen, it's it's there. I mean, listen, I'm doing I I'm doing two today. It's happened to be there within ten minutes of my house, and they're direct with those title companies paying me you know great money to go do it. Yeah. You know, but there's de there's definitely a lot more. You know, like I say, there's a lot more ways to skin a cat. It's not just you know doing wills and trust and power of attorneys and and loan docs. There's a million other ways to make money out here. This business. I mean, and you can make as little or as much as you want. I mean, listen, I'll tell you hands down. I mean, I. Have a regular, you know, I run my own company doing sales during the day a lot of the times. But right now we're averaging to myself and my wife, we're bringing in an extra seven, eight thousand dollars a month. 
And if you don't think that number's, in, you know, people are like, oh, I'm only making 2000 a month. Listen, I think anyone in this economy would love an additional $2,000 a month, 2000 bucks <laughs> a month. You put it in a index, you know, low cost index fund and do that for two, three years. Awesome. Your life's looking pretty, life's looking pretty good. So it's, you know, listen, it's everything else. It's, you know, the more you hustle and this, this business is a complete straight hustle. Not like, you know, I don't mean like a street hustle way. I mean it in that it's, you know, you got to be willing to put the hours in, you got to grind. And you, this is a situation where, you know, you truly are going to get out of it what you, what you put into it. Absolutely. And it's, and it's so much time. It's so, um, so much to unpack and everything that you just said just now. It's really how you get out what you get in. And I think a lot of people, once they come into the industry, they hear, oh, it's long closing, long closing, long closing. And it's pretty simple. You just sign up on the platforms and you expecting for them to reach out to you for business. But for the ones that's actually doing well for themselves, like, no, nah, they sending out those emails. They sending out, they doing cold calling. They making those relationships. Like they're, this, this, it's a constant foot on the, it's a constant foot on the pedal each and every single day. And so you can't really look at anybody else and try to figure out like why they get more business than, than me. I was like, no, well, because they, they, they start new, they start new conversations literally every day. The more conversations that you make, the more relationships that you can that you can build, then that's when you start to see those plants, uh, those seeds come to fruition. So, if it's anything that y'all no, can take from that, oh, there's no doubt about that. No, go ahead. Oh, without a doubt. Listen, you know, especially on cold calling, we tell you that's something. If you're afraid of the phone, you are not going to you're not going to make big numbers in this business. You, I mean, sales at the end of the day is a contact sport. The more you contact, the more you're going to make. And believe me, I you know I cold called for 20 years of my life, you know, in the, in the work in the banking industry. And the one thing I learned, especially if you're trying to call people who are like owners of title agencies and escrow companies, you got to call first thing in the morning. You got to call between 7.30 and 9 a.m. And for that's for one reason, one reason alone, because the secretary and the administrative assistants don't get there to nine. They're actually picking their own phones up. Yeah. Period. I mean, that's how I, I landed the title company here in New Jersey that's got 25 offices. Ended up calling the guy up, got him at 7.25 in the morning. He happened to be in the office. The, you know, his gatekeeper wasn't there to answer the phone. Had a great conversation. You know, I did a lot of research before I called him. You know, there's tools out there. I mean, every title company's employees are on LinkedIn. Another one I use is um, it's a platform called Seamless AI. Yep. It allows you to research any company, any person, get their email address, their direct phone number. It's free. I use that. You can't believe. So when I called this guy, I knew where he went to college, where he worked. You know, he listed his interests on his LinkedIn profile. Happened to be that you know he was a college wrestler at UPenn. Um, my old my older son is actually a wrestler at the Citadel in South Carolina. Had a great you know conversation about amateur athletics. And within 15 minutes, you know, his vendor management person's calling me saying, I'm sending you a vendor packet. We want to use you, you know, now. So all comes, you know, to build an up relationship. And I mean, that, and especially in this industry, I mean, if you understand on the loan closing business, you know, talk, I mean, all of us know a mortgage guy. Yeah. And the mortgage guy, truthfully, in the process, can, can, can tell the title company who they want to use to close it. Thank you. That's a big, Thank you that's for a big, saying I mean, that. I have a... And the, the, the mortgage guy at the end of the day, he's got the control. You talk to the mortgage guy, but listen, you know, I'll tell you I'll, one thing I do with my folks is I tell every mortgage guy I work with that whatever referrals they give me, I'll donate back 5% of my proceeds to the nonprofit of their choice. You know, it's that way because I, because I, you know, and that's the thing also, you know, you and I talked about this when you and I first got hooked up is, you know, there's a big difference between 
you know, when people help you out, make intros, they listen to you to give you a deal. You know, there's a, a vast difference between appreciation and gratitude. Yeah. So something as simple like with you, you know, I did a trust for you up in uh, West Orange a few weeks ago. Yep. Second was done. Thank you. Email. That was my appreciation. I sent you a Starbucks gift card. That was my gratitude. It's an actual an act of doing something, not to saying something. It's easy to say something. Yeah. And people, especially listen, this industry, we need caffeine, man. This is, this is a 24 hour a day, you know, complete grind <laughs> business, you know? Nice. So, you know, it, you know, so it's one of the things, you know, I'll talk to real estate agents, mortgage people. I'll talk to escrow. I'll talk to anyone. You never know. I did a signing. I'll give you a good example. Um, about a month ago, late night, Sunday night out in a very affluent area in New Jersey where I live. It's about an hour away. They're called Pennington. Like every house is like 5,000 square feet and bigger. Guy's parents were flying back to India. They had to get some things notarized, you know, rolled out there, no problem. I looked them up before I got out there. So, you know, looked them up on LinkedIn. The guy owned, a, you know, two or three large consulting companies. So got to talk while I'm doing the signing and say, hey, a curiosity, you know, you got four or 5,000 employees and across the U.S. How do you handle the verification of your I-9s? And he's like, oh, my God, that's a huge problem for us. I said, well, I have the solution. I can come to your office one day a month. Listen, if you want, I can do remote online notarization for you. And the guy looked at me, his eyes lit up and was like, oh, my God, please call me Monday. I'll put you with my HR people. Now I'm going up, you know, two days a month to his office and doing all his I-9s. He, he onboards, you know, 50, 60 new consultants a month. You know, that's a huge thing. That's why, I mean, you know, in any state in the country, you know, it carries over. You know, call any staffing agency, call, you know, the decos of the world, the pontoons, the companies that do light industrial staffing, nursing staffing is huge. Every time a nurse goes to another agency, they have to get recredentialed. They're going to need fingerprints. So you know what? Get into mobile fingerprinting. There is a lot of money right now. I'll give you a good example. In my area right now, if you want to get your fingerprints done at either Indigo or CGM Morpho, 13-week backup, 13 weeks. So I've been calling brokerage companies now. Listen, you have new brokers, you know, passing the you know, 7 and 63. They got to get the fingerprints rolled. So, you know, I, listen, I have no idea how to do them. So I call a few friends of mine who are police officers, retired corrections officers. Guys, listen, do you want to make some money? And the first thing is I got like everyone else with kids. Hell yeah, I need money. So I have these guys now out, you know, I'm splitting down the middle with them. I'm just basically broken the deals out to them now. I have one guy who's a former corrections officer is making more money rolling fingerprints for me with brokerage firms than he did ever being a corrections officer. You know, the money's out there. You know, then, you know we spoke about, it was a by accident thing on Thumbtack. I had a property management company need to get some, some eviction stuff, you know, notarized. So yeah. I went down to their office. It was, it was six apartments in my town. And the first thing I said to them was, you know, before we even start, I'm like, I'm just making sure you don't want me to actually go knock on doors too. I'm like, I'm like, I'm not doing, that. I'm too old for that crap. Yeah. I'm like, I'm not knocking on doors. And they, they go, well, would you if we paid you an extra 200 per thing? I said, well, I won't buy a guy who will. Call a friend of mine, retired police officer. He goes, I'll meet you in 15 minutes. Well, the good thing with that is that property management company has 37 other buildings in New Jersey they're responsible for. So they called me and said, listen, you know, we don't have enough people to do this. Can we outsource it to you? And listen, I hate being the guy that that's one of the stamps I truly hate doing. But at the end of the day, listen, they got to run a business and they're actually good where they, they allow people 60 days of vacate versus 30. So they're being kind of human about it. Yeah. That's huge, right? I mean, all the moratoriums across the country are being lifted. 
I mean, there's, I would call, if I was a notary right now, I would call every property management company in my town, ask who's handling notarization of their eviction notices. I mean, I did six that day. I, they paid me a hundred per stamp on each one and then 200 to serve each one. So it was $1,800 a day, gave my guy, you know, 700. I walked out with $1,100 check for what came out to be about an hour and 20 minutes of my day. It's at the, the money's there. You've got, you got to get creative because listen, money is there. your mother. And the thing is, listen, everyone's so hung up on just doing loans, 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 loans. I'm a loan signing agent. I mean, listen, and, and nothing against, you know, the big guy who does all the, the training on that. Not to be mentioned. It's like, you know, it's almost like Harry Potter. You can't mention the name. But, you, you know, it's the thing where, I mean, listen, his courses are great. You learn a lot. But he's great at marketing himself more than he is, is marketing to the loan to the loan companies and some of the promises they make around you're gonna make 200 a signing i'm sorry I man i'm direct with a lot of title companies i pretty much get you know 150 175 every once in a while i'll get a 200. yeah and listen that's, that's not the sneeze out. i mean i have guys i have notaries working for us now like we spoke about i have a lot of guys who are helping me out who are previous army combat veterans it is an absolutely great business for them these guys i mean one guy who's doing work for me now you know, great story, 17 years in, um, in special forces, retired early medically because he had actually had a bad uh, parachuting accident in Afghanistan. He's out making good money right now. And I pretty much, you know, I'm, I was glad to see him, you know, have a low stress job. I mean, listen, what's the worst stress we have in this? You know, we get a paper jam and a printer or I ran to ink for a minute. I mean, those are problems that can be fixed in like three seconds. Absolutely. You, you know, so I mean, this is a pretty stress-free job. As long as you're organized and you, again, want to hustle me listen if you just sit back and you know you wait for god to will you you know jobs through snap docs it's going to be a real painful process for you that's why i tell notaries like you can't you can't always depend on that algorithm to swing you in your favor because if you solely depending on waiting on that you're going to be waiting i can't tell you when the last time i've gotten an order through snap docs literally <laughs> I, I can't tell I got, you i got one last night but i had to decline because it was so absolutely insulting yeah. I mean, they basically wanted me, to, you know, the gave it to me at five, wanted me to go somewhere at six. We're like, we're going to send you the docs while you're on the way. And you print them somewhere out for us and we'll give you 65 bucks. And I was like, yeah, that's just not going to work for me. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, I'd rather, you know, let like pet my dog. I'm like, that's not happening. Right. Yeah. Like I said, with the, with the legal document signings, like, I mean, I'm getting paid 125. I'm getting paid $200 for a trust. And it only take, it takes me less than 30 minutes to, to complete. I don't have to drop the documents at FedEx. Typically, I don't have to scan back documents, right? Mm -hmm. And then I'm getting paid either the same day or the same week. You think I'm not going to, you think I'm going, I'm going to do that all day, every day. No question. Oh, yeah. I mean, I've gotten to the point now, like when I take, when I take jobs off Thumbtack for any kind of documents, I mean, I send, first thing I do, I send them a, a link to book up my calendar. Yep. The second link they get is for payment. And if you're using a credit card, you're paying me in advance before I get there. Right. I don't even wait for, I mean, if, if you're paying me cash, you hand it to me before I sign a single thing. Cause I can't take it back yeah. a stamp. Yeah. But, but no, one of the things I think, you know, I've heard you talk about it before previously. And I think it's really important. I think, you know, as professionals, a lot of times, even the way we present ourselves. Yeah. So I think it's important, you know, you go to an appointment, I don't care if it's a, you know, a $50 power of attorney somewhere, you know, get dressed appropriately, be organized, you know, yeah. have your stuff in order, know what you're doing ahead of time. I mean, there's enough, there's enough ways to get help in this industry. I mean, my God, at my first start, I can't even tell you how many times I called the National Notary Association hotline at a signing. Yeah. Cause I was, you know, there's something there, there'd be some weird thing there, but I always make sure, 
you know, the, the, if I'm doing any kind of loan stuff, any kind of notarization, except if I do corporate stuff where I'm actually going to a company, then I'll wear, actually wear a suit. Otherwise, I go at least, you know, dress shirt, slacks, dress shoes from showing someone's house to show, A, to show them enough respect for the money they're paying me. Right. You know, I, I went to one appointment once. Legitimately, they needed a, um, a power of attorney to leave to go to Jamaica. And I was I just got off the treadmill. And it was, I mean, like a real sweaty, bad session. And I'm like, listen, let me shower. I'll be to you in like 30 minutes. She's like, I need you here in like 10 minutes. I'm like, I'm a hot mess. I'm in like running shoes and shorts. She's like, I don't care. I'm like, that's the one time I actually broke my own rule. I mean, I felt horrible going over there. Yeah. But normally I would have, you know, I think a lot of it is, you know, I think the, the, the better you carry yourself, and project yourself, the clients are willing to pay a higher premium. Yeah. You know, especially, you know, on the loan signing stuff, a lot of stuff I do is either in titles office or you know, I'm doing a lot of stuff actually in bank, in bank branches lately too. You know, listen, if the client just show up in shorts and t-shirt, I don't care because it's, listen, they're the ones signing the doc. I don't care, but I'm going to represent, you know, the title company, the lender, or more importantly, I'm going to represent my own brand. Yeah. you know, better than anything else. Like, listen, I mean, I did that one for you up in North Jersey, nine o'clock in the morning. I was, you know, shirt and jacket and pair of slacks at nine o'clock in the morning. You know, but by the way, those people are two of the sweetest human beings I ever met in my lifetime. He, really? the hus- actually, the, the husband actually wants to start doing notary work too. So I've actually been going back and forth with him a little bit. Great couple. Let's go. You know, you know so that's, a, that's, that's one of the things I look at this industry also is, you know, it's great because you get to interact with people and they these short like bursts where you're hearing, you know, great stories they've got, especially in my area, you know, on the, on the loan signing stuff, we do a lot of reverse mortgage because I'm in central New Jersey and there's, a, no, older, there's, a older, there's an older population out here, man. Some of the stories you hear from these people, I did a signing about half an hour from my house about three, four months ago. And the guy, this guy was actually on the first helicopter that landed in Vietnam with U.S. soldiers on it. He was like, like number three guy on the ground, boots on the ground. And then just hearing the stories this guy had. So if you ever watched the movie When We Were Soldiers with Mel Gibson, he was actually in that battle. So he's got pictures all over the wall. I mean, everything's verifiable. And just hearing some of the stuff from these guys, I mean, you know, it, it's a, see, that's a good way. I think, you know, a, a lot of notaries turn their, you know, they turn their nose up to doing that. But how I really, you know, cut my teeth in this is I had a title company in Maryland, there's a lot of work in Jersey, actually had me doing a lot of reverse mortgage applications for them. Yeah. And it got me used to dealing with people in a different way. Like I'm used to dealing with like corporate chief information officers and CTOs, you know, who are a whole different, you know, ball of wax. But going out to really to an individual level. Yeah. And it really made me get really comfortable really quick. And it really showed me the value of being, you know, a mobile notary that I'm making these people's lives a little bit easier, even for 30, 45 minutes. Yeah. You know, so it's been, you know, really, it's been a fulfilling experience for me, you know, for my wife as well. And listen, you know, we're at a point now where, you know, you know, we're doing eight, $10,000 a month, you know, net at the end of the day. And that's, that's, listen, uh, unless you're Jeff Bezos or if, you know, you're like Elon Musk, you know, an extra hundred G's a year is, is transformational. You know, that makes life a whole heck of a lot easier without a doubt. And listen, you know, I'm not a big believer in coincidence. There's a, there's a reason that, you know, the God put Andre and I together and this happened to be, you know, typically, listen, you go to my Instagram Explorer page. It's pretty much just videos of puppies and dogs. That's it. That's usually the algorithm (laughs) sends me, but for some reason out of nowhere, it sent me like this Andre Hatchet mobile notary school. And I'm at first, I'm like, how the heck I go, am I going to make money doing this? Yeah. And it really, I'll tell you what, I took this course, you know, one of the things is great with Andre is that, and you as well, 
is that any question, comment, you know, I'll message you. I get an answer back in 10 minutes. Yeah. You know, Andre's been, yeah. And I think that's the thing. I mean, one of the things I think is really important is, is business leaders is that we have to be able to support each other. You know, I had, a, I had a gentleman I worked with years ago who was actually well, probably the best sales guy in the face of the planet, but he was also a Baptist minister at the same time. So he had great stories and great analogies, and we got to talking. And I'm like, I said something about just being stressed out and not being able to talk to someone about what goes on professionally. And he goes, Joe, I got to tell you something. He goes, you got to look at it this way. He goes, you're the shepherd of your flock. He goes, you're keeping your sheep safe. You're keeping them fed, healthy. He goes, you know, you're protecting them from outside, you know, issues. He goes, well, what happens when the shepherd needs help? Who's helping him? And I was like, I, I don't know. And he goes, the rest of the shepherds around him. He goes, that's why you got to keep, you know, you got it. You have to help each other out. You know, and, and I think that's the important thing. It's it's so weird, it's, you know. So many people get so cutthroat over, you know, sitting there waiting stuff from like the closing exchange or Snap Docs or this or that. You know, if you work together, I mean, I've had a ton of work I've farmed out to other people just because it didn't match my schedule or if it was you know, an area that's just a little bit further out of typically where I want to go. I mean, luckily now, I mean, we're typically not going more than, you know, my wife and myself aren't really going more than like 45 minutes outside of where we live. And then we have yeah. notaries across the state of New Jersey that, you know, we'll farm stuff out to. Yeah, you know, we keep the you know, 34 because and listen, our, our kids are super busy. My younger guy plays ice hockey. By the way, if you ever want to get rid of all your money, have a kid put skates on his feet. There's not a more expensive sport in this world you'll ever play. <laughs> you know, so it's been something for us where we've, you know, it's been good for us as business partners. You know, and that's the other thing that's really important. I think we should touch on because I see a lot of folks on Facebook making a lot of these posts. You know, you got to project your company the way you want it to be down the line, not what it is today. Right. You know, whether it be it's you know a prop, you know a proper website, your business cards, have a business telephone number. You know, have you know I use a virtual office address for mine because I learned the hard way. I had myself listed on Google originally, had my home address. I had someone come knock on my door at like eight p.m. at night. Oh, I need something notarized, and I'm like, how the hell did you find my house? He's like, oh, on Google, it comes back to this address. So it's just easier, you know, you know, make sure, making sure you establish, you know, the right, you know, legal vehicle for your business, you know, whether you decide to go sole proprietor, LLC, C-Corp, S-Corp, you know, I think a lot of people get hesitant, you know, making sure you've got the right equipment, you know, to do stuff. I mean, you know, believe me, the first day I had to spend, you know, $800 on the printer, I was like, oh my God, am I ever going to make this back? You know, and I make sure I went and got my, you know, my Wi-Fi enabled brother double tray printer, which is like a godsend for me to not go to Staples anymore. And then I ended up, you know, getting a really high end, you know, big fed scanner. So, I mean, I can pretty much, you know, print and scan all day if I had to. Yeah. But it's, you know, it's really, you know, it's funny. If, I don't know if you ever saw the podcast. There's a, um, a guy that runs all these like financial seminars. This guy, Dan, Pen Dan Pena, he's a billionaire. First of all, oh, yeah. guy's got the rudest mouth. Dude, so Dan's got the rudest mouth in the face of the planet, but he's got some gems of wisdom occasionally. And we the one thing he said that the stuck it stuck with me was that you know don't ever say I can't afford this. Say what do I have to do to afford this? So I said, okay, you know what? I want an eight hundred dollar printer. I got to do five five more signings this week that I wouldn't have done. I want a five hundred dollar scanner. I got to do three more this week so I can pay for the scanner. You know, it, that's one of the things that a, a lot of people, I think, get hesitant up front. They, you know, I mean, they don't cost their business outright. Because when I first started, I'll tell you, I mean, 
I'm someone that comes with 20 years of business experience. I have a NYU start MBA. Yeah. And when I first got started the business, I probably was at a break even or at a loss because I didn't want to do certain things. So I was running the staples, printing out, you know, 300 pages costing me 35 bucks. Well, that I was getting hundred dollar signings and 30 was going out the window to staples. Not, not knowing what my, my, my printing cost. I, mean, I could tell you legitimately to the penny what each page of paper coming out of the printer costs me. I mean, I haven't factored down to almost, a, I haven't got to figure out how to factor in the electricity cost, but I'm almost there. I'm working on that one. <laughs> you know, but it's one of those things where I think you, you have to really, you know, run it like a business because it is. I mean, listen, you know, I know a lot of people who own businesses who don't net 70, 80, $90,000 a year. This is a business you where, you know, you can very easily by just hard work do that. I mean, listen, you know, I always refer back to, you know, the movie Wall Street with Charlie Sheen back in the 80s. All I did was dial for dollars all day. I mean, I call, I wake up every morning and I cold call or make return calls from 7.30 to 9. Because truthfully, if you're in the business world and you're busy, you own a title company, you're not picking your phone up at 1, 2, 3, 4 o'clock. Because you're trying to get out of there by 5, get home, get your day over with. You're yeah. putting out fires all day. Yep. You know, call early. I mean, there's so many free tools out there. I mean, like I, the, the one of the most is called Seamless.ai. It's the same thing as Zoom Info, but it's cheap. It's actually free. Yeah. And they're probably, their information is probably about 95% correct. So it'll give you people's direct numbers. It'll give you their mobile numbers. It'll give you their, you know, all their social media profiles. So before I call someone, I know a whole heck of a lot about them. Mm -hmm. I've looked them up on LinkedIn, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. I know how many kids they've got. I know where they, you know, it's not stalkerish, but it makes the conversation so much more tailored for saying, hey, I'm a mobile notary, give me business. Yeah. You know, and that's something that I think a lot of folks make that mistake up front is, you know, one of the most important things in the business world, you know, and I've always, especially when you're selling, because listen, whether we're notarized in this, that we're selling ourselves at the end of the day, that's the service right. we're selling. You're selling you, I'm selling me, is that you got to come up with two things. One being a value proposition saying, you know, what, what value do I provide for you and your business? How do I solve a problem for you? The other one, and this is where a lot of folks get really jammed up on is you got to have an elevator pitch. You need to have a concise 30 second blurb. If someone sets you in an elevator, Hey Joe, what do you do for a living? You should be able to say in 30 seconds, I'm a mobile notary company. We work in the following industries. Hey, by the way, we're kind of like the DoorDash or the notary business. We come to you, we save your time, money. We can do X, Y, and Z. 30 seconds, I can articulate out exactly what we do, where a five-year-old would understand what we do. You know, I think one of the other things a lot of notaries start taking a look at, I actually came back this morning, talk to your car dealerships. I mean, everyone's got that area in their town where there's 20, 30 car dealerships. Let me tell you something. The last weekend of the month and the last weekend of the quarter are the most stressful times because all they're trying to do is pump deals out. Yeah. That's all they're trying to do. And if I, I worked for one today, this morning, they short someone, they want to leave their sales manager on the floor. So I come and say, listen, if you were able to be on the floor the entire day, not having to notarize titles and handle this stuff, and I came in, how many more cars could you sell on a Saturday and on a Sunday? Uh, what guy had to be probably if I'm on the floor the whole day, I can do an extra 12 cars a weekend. I go, okay, 12 a weekend. I go, that's 48 a month. That's 135 a quarter. What does that do for your bottom line? 
And the number of the guys throughout, because no average car in America now is over 50 grand. That's five more million dollars in sales because they got my rear end sitting in the seat with a stamp. And I tell them point blank, you want me here for the day, it's $600 per day, period. Not $599.99. I don't want to go to the sales manager for half an hour and talk about it. I'll sit there in the office with a bottle of water, cup of coffee on my phone. And whether I sign one or I sign 100, I have a flat fee for the day. That is one of the biggest gems that doing the, I'll tell you the I-9s, I'll tell you Tiger's a big believer in that too. I-9 verification, I mean, my God, you know, with everything going on, we're almost at negative unemployment right now. People are getting hired every day somewhere and someone's got to validate that I-9. Why not yeah. be you? Why not be me? I mean, every, every county, every city, you know, has a staffing company. They've got a temp agency who are understaffed and you can go in there and, you know, go in a day. I charge $12.50 per I-9. I, I verify. I'll go in twice a month. I'll do, you know, 120 I-9s in two days. You know, I make $2,500 basically just doing that. What's the typical payout for I-9s? $12.50 per I-9. Isa, how many are you doing a day? I could easily, I could easily validate sixty to seventy in a day without even blinking or get up and go to the bathroom. <laughs> it, and I say that because I worked, I so I, I ran an IT consulting company for twenty years, so I understand mm -hmm. like the back office process of that. Like it's, I could wake up and do it in my sleep. Very easy for someone to go and do 20, 30 a day, sit there in someone's office, drinking their coffee, drinking out of their water, you know, eating their snacks. And just you know, sign your life away all day. It's you know, the, the money's out there. It's just you got to network yourself. Yeah. And the biggest like I'm seeing a lot of success lately now. Actually, even with Google Ads. I, at first, I, I mean, listen, I'm almost 50 years old, so I don't, you know, I'm still catching up with some of the technology. I've got to go ask my kids sometimes what what stuff is. Yeah. I actually want my 16. I actually want my 16 year old to get certified as a Google Ad specialist for me now. Just so I mean, because I'm kind of. You know, futzing around with it, but you no, know, my ROI and my Google, my Google ads is at least eight to 10 X, you know, I'm spending, you know, 150 a month. I'm getting at least $2,000 of science from my Google ads. Yeah, beat that. you know, that, that's great. No, that's, that's where you want to be. You, you want to be able to, I mean, not to sound like, you know, um, what's his name? Oh, Grant Cardone. You got, you got 10 X everything. Yeah. You know, that's what you want to be in your rate of return. I mean, and that's, it comes down to business fundamentals. I mean, that's why personally, I mean, I, listen, I love Notary Gadget as a, as a tracking tool for tax purposes and revenue purposes. I mean, it's pretty rudimentary, but it gets the job done. And I'll tell you, honestly, I can look back on that, you know, really look at my trends, where, where I'm spending money, where most of my work's coming from, you know, yeah. And by, you know, I think it's also, you know, the marketing part is really the, the big thing, the key. You know, talk to your escrow officers, talk to us. But more importantly, there's a book out there. It's, old, it's not as old as I am, but it's been out for a while. It's a book called uh, Selling the Vito, V-I-T-O, which means very important top officer. So, you know, the way your pitch goes when you're selling an escrow officer or a title officer is saying, listen, you know, hey, do you have a, you know, something for me to sign where, you know, you, you guys can't get to where the person doesn't want to come to your office? I'm calling up the owner of a title company. I'm pitching him basically how I can fix a business problem for him. You know, I had a title guy we work with here in Jersey, great company. They're expanding rapidly. They've got 25 plus offices. And I'm like, you know, every, I told him on even an hour's notice, I'll send a notary to any office he's got. If someone calls out sick, 
they, they're double booked, whatever it is, we'll send someone no problem. I mean, you know, I'm big on mass mailing. You can buy mailing lists now for pennies on the dollar. We, I'll get every escrow company, every title company, every mortgage person, every real estate attorney. What I started doing recently, because you know, I live about 45 minutes to an hour from New York City, depending on the day, is I market to all the personal injury attorneys in New York City because they have clients in Jersey who are not going to be able to come in and sign their affidavits. I come in and I notarize them and they have no problem. I, I had my first one, the guy called me up and was like, can you go, it was like maybe five minutes from my house. And I'm like, he's like, how much do you want? I'm like, I didn't know any better. I go, I'll give me a hundred. He goes, well, I pay everybody else 200. So I'll give you 200 also. What did I know? Now all of a sudden, if you need me to sign, get an affidavit signed for an attorney, it's 200 bucks. I'll yeah. go all the city of New Jersey for those all day. So I, I send emails out once every three weeks to almost every personal injury attorney in New York City because they don't want to send their staff out to Jersey. Listen, yeah. the cross, but then across the bridge or across the tunnel, it's $21 now. Just to, just to drive from A to B. And that's just that's just going through the tunnel. You know, so I'm making what this whole industry about is it's convenience. Listen, I pay, like, I'll give you a great example. I pay double the price for my dry cleaning because they pick up and deliver. I don't have to go to the dry cleaner. Yeah. You know, I don't mind paying an extra, you know, ten dollars to get my stuff from whole foods because guess what amazon prime is bringing it to my house for nine dollars and saving me you know two three hours of going to the grocery store you know this is we live in a convenience we live in a convenience economy so it's not just about and again i'm not harping on loan closing at all because listen i that has paid for several bills of my my house it's you know Same paying here. for a lot of good stuff <clears throat> But it's not the end all be all. And truthfully, you know, I keep, I keep hate saying that I come through general notary work, but it's, at the end of the day, I mean, if I look at what it, what I make per hour on, you know, general notary work versus loan closing, I make almost double per hour. Yeah. And I'm not faxing back. I'm not scanning back. I'm not trying to drive 100 miles an hour to a FedEx facility at, you know, at 555 trying to dump it in. You know, so there's, you know, a lot to be said about it. I think it's really, it's important. I think the idea of, you know, even the concepts that we're seeing around automation, I'm just trying to get into that now. I mean, I've been listening to Tech and Tiger on that stuff. You know, they're taking that stuff to a whole new level. I'm just trying to, you know, almost comprehend. Like I, I told my 16-year-old, I'm like, listen, I'm like, you're going to need to like watch this and you just, you know, you give me the cliff notes. Yeah. Yes, yeah, that's, that's the automation is the game changer. It, game it really changer is. Sure. I mean, it, it is, man. Even as far as like, you know, I, I saw a huge increase for me once I even just put, you know, a calendar on my website where people can actually book appointments and they just choose what they want me to do. And it has the price there point blank. It's like, okay, you want a power of attorney done 150. You want a trust done 300. It blocks it out, puts it in, they put the information in. I get it. Call confirm. Again, you want to pay credit card. You pay the day before. Cause I had a situation with this is that I went and did someone's, they did, I, I swiped their card drove down there five minutes later disputed it so i do it the night before that way it sweeps out of my merchant account into my checking account cannot be reversed you know if you do it the other way the credit card processing company freezes the funds yeah that's why credit credit card you pay the day before because people unfortunately listen we live in a world where people do some lecherous crap yeah, and that's folks one will of try them. to despite those yeah, folks will try to dispute those charges in a second mm -hmm. In the second, and they don't got no qualms about doing so either. Oh yeah, that's why I tell people I, I, I'm very honest with them. I said I literally ask for nothing. Shoes. Why do you make me pay in advance? They go A because that time is booked. If you cancel me 
more than less than four hours beforehand, you're still paying for the session because I could have booked something else. But more importantly, if you go to dispute it, that money is already out of my merchant account in my checking account. Then, then if it becomes a you versus me thing, which I'm going to, yeah. which I'm going to win yeah. at that point, and that money is in there, your merchant. So I use square square will freeze that money until it gets cleared up. That money could be sit there for three, four, five weeks. I mean, listen, I, I got stuff to buy, man. It's, it's pool season up here, finally in Jersey. I got, I got chlorine to buy. I got stuff, stuff to go with this. I can't have my money frozen. You know, that's why, I mean, I, I almost don't even like taking credit card, to be honest with you. And I, you know, I've gotten to the point now where, you know, truthfully, mm -hmm. I, I pass along the, pro the processing costs. You want to use a credit card. Listen, it's hundred bucks. You're paying a 4% processing fee because that's what the bank charges me. Yeah. You know, I don't, I don't provide discounts. You know, you want to use a credit card for your convenience? No problem. Listen, I, you could do Venmo. I, everyone, Cash App, Venmo, PayPal, Zelle, good old hard cash. I like cash. You know, so I always tell people up front, listen, you, you want to use a credit card? You need to point blank pay the processing fee and pay me a day in advance. Right. You know, because a lot of people will just book a, a lot of people book appointments and then they'll go, you know, shop you around. Then, oh, you know, hey, this guy's good for 10 bucks less. Go to him then. <laughs> pay to God. And then I tell people, listen, I'll tell people, listen, you know what? If he's 10 bucks less and you want to, you know, mess around for $10 on your trust, God bless you. Good luck. Okay. There's, a reason the why my, there's a reason. That's what I tell people. About it. You know, I'm like, listen, if you're talking, if you're getting a trust on, obviously you got a house, you got assets, you retirement income. Do you really want to waiver and make a mistake on that for $10? I'll tell them, is your notary NNA certified? Do they have air emissions insurance? Do they have a sutri bond? I don't know. I'm like, well, here's copies of mine. There you go. If you want to risk $10 on that, God bless you. Best of luck yeah. to you. Call me when you need to get it fixed. And that's the thing with you know, the, uh, when I mean, it comes I, to pricing, when it comes to pricing, I don't really debate back and forth with, you know, with, with the client. Cause I look at it like this and I, and I use this analogy all the time. We know, we know, we all know who LeBron, LeBron is, right? When he's a free agent, can you get him to come play for your team for a million dollars a year? It's not going to happen. Mm -mm. You need to. You're going to have to nope. pay top dollar for his services. So, with that in mind, I know what I bring to the table. I know when you're dealing with someone like myself, you're not. Your documents are not going to get kicked back to you. Again, you're dealing with somebody who has the surety bond. You're dealing with someone who has over a million dollars in coverage in place. You're dealing with somebody who is who's a five year yep. notary vet. You're dealing with someone who's very familiar with the documents that you're signing and the process that you will need to go to to make sure that your documents are verified and checked out. So, if you want to send your documents over to someone that's 10 to $15 cheaper and they don't know what they're doing, then hey, take that chance, take that risk. God bless you. Well, it goes back to that. That's why it's so important. I think, you know, I've seen you talk about it as well. It's really important how, you know, you project yourself to your clients. You know, it's important, that, you know, like, listen, I'm a big stickler about being on time. Like I've yeah. told everyone, like my kids know they're sick and tired of hearing it. If you're not 15 minutes early, you're late. You know, if your mm. appointment's at five o'clock, don't show up at 4.59. Like when my appointment starts at five, I'm already at the table. My stuff's out. I'm organized. I'm ready to go. I don't have a headphone on my ear listening to the text messages. They get my full attention that period of time. Yeah. And that's just the way I do things. I mean, you know, I pretty much carry a mobile office with me, you know, as far as you know, I carry one of the big legal briefcases. I have every, I could pretty much do everything but like hot wire a car with what I got in there. You know, I don't, I don't have, I don't, you know, I'm actually looking now at actually installing a, um, 
at getting like an off-lease Prius and actually installing a printer and a scanner in the back with a with a um, like 5G Wi-Fi module with a power inverter to sort of actually have a mobile office. Because, you know, every once in a while, listen, things happen. You got to pick up a job in the middle of the day, you know, and with <laughs> gas prices being what they are up here. I mean, I'm sure we're how it is by you, but I mean, we're at 415 a gallon as of this morning. I'm Ooh, up, that's you know, good. I wish we get that kind of gas prices. We're almost at seven bucks out here. Oh man, that hurts. That hurts us here. But I feel better about myself all of a sudden, man. <laughs> you, know, you, know, you know, but I think for us, you know, it's really, you know, again, it goes back to, you know, how you project your business, you know, yeah. like perfect. So I did, I did my website on a Saturday night. And listen, I'm no web designer, but my, it's clear, it's concise, it's professional. My logo is professionally done. You know, the, the verbiage I use in there is very, you know, it's, it everything matches the image I'm trying to project for my business. You know, I did a lot of research. You know, I did a ton of looking at other people's websites. And I'm really, I mean, I'm no genius. I just took what I like for other people's stuff and kind of put it together. You know, and the big thing is now, I was reading a Gardner report um, a few months ago. That's why, you know, I use Squarespace for my websites and for the website hosting. And all their websites, you know, their mobile versions of every web page look just as good as the computer-based version. And I say that right now in that, over 73% of mobile searches, 73% of internet searches in the U.S. are done on a mobile device. Yeah. So if, you're, if your site's not optimized for mobile, whether it be Android, iPhone, whatever, you know, you're doing yourself with the service. Because I've seen some websites and you try to look at it on a phone or, a, 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 you know, like a, you know, an iPad or something. And it, you just can't even look at it. Like you pull yeah. up mine, it's, you know, it's, it looks exactly the same. You can, all the functionality is there. You can pay directly on there. You can pay, you know, you can book appointments directly. You know, there's, there's no separate amount of functionality. So I think that's, you know, one of the things that's really important because I think, you know, I see some of the, and nothing against other folks. I've seen some websites that this looked like they had like a seven-year-old throw something together. I mean, take a little bit of time. I mean, you know, I built my, my, built my consulting business. It was myself and, you know, one partner and we legitimately were working out of his garage originally. But if you saw our web presence, our cards, you know, our social media presence, you know, you would have thought we were a, you know, a hundred million plus dollar company. Yeah. I mean, listen, we got, I mean, when I left and sold off, I mean, we were doing $70 million a year in revenue. We, we grew into the company that we were projecting ourselves to be. So I think, you know, especially you know, we talk about notarization, you know, one of the things is it's, it's really the end of the day, it's, it's a legal service. So you, you want to give, you know, your profession, the respect it deserves. So, you know, the way you talk to people, the way, you know, you write professionally written emails, you know, when you show up to market. See, the one thing is, I'll tell you, the one thing I'm talking about show up to market, this was a pet peeve of mine from when I had my own company, is that I'm a big believer in not just dropping in and dropping off donuts to someone's office. Because I'll tell you, honestly, on my door and my office, you know, we had a 8,000 square foot in a office in a tower. There's a big sign that said, no, no solicitation. Yeah. And I would, and the worst thing was, is my office was directly across from the door. So when someone would bang on the door, guess who had to get up and go answer it? It was me. <laughs> and they're like, oh, I'm here to see Joe Butler. I'm like, yeah, it's me. I'm like, I don't know who you are. Oh, I'm just dropping this off for you. I'm like, I'm like, just turn around. I'm like, I, I'm like, call it, make an appointment. Because I mean, honestly, I mean, listen, I think there are some valid things to dropping off like donuts and stuff to people. I've done it a couple of times. A call, talk to the reception. Say, listen, I'm coming in. I just want to drop this off. You know, a couple cards, some leave behinds. Is it okay if I come in and drop it off to you? 
Because at the end of the, end of the day, you're, you're disrupting someone's day. Yeah. You know, even for five minutes. And truthfully, more times than not, when you're just dropping off like donuts to someone's office, it's never going back to where everyone's working. It's not leaving the reception desk. Right. They're going to have a good old party up there on, on your $15 worth of Dunkin' Donuts. <laughs> no, no one who's got a decision-making authority is ever going to see one of those donuts. And you, your cards are going to get left in the garbage can. I had I actually had a receptionist at a ton of company tell me that it was a, a great ally of mine, by the way. And I said to her, I go, Does this ever happen to you? She's like, Oh, we get like you know one or two a week. She goes, They don't really ever make it to the back office. She goes, Oh, I'm one or two, <laughs> and then the day that goes to the garbage can. So, you know, I, like I'll tell you the one thing I've actually started doing, and it really works out well, especially when you work in direct with title, is you know, I'll talk to the owner and say, Listen, can we do a lunch and learn? Well, I'll bring in, you know, one, two trays of sandwiches, we'll all sit in the conference room. Tell me about the problems you're having in the business, and I'll tell you how maybe I can fix it for you, how I can help you out. And listen, nobody – it goes back to those saying, you know, there's never there's such thing as a free lunch. Even though I'm paying for it, you're going to hear from me, you know, and I'm going to personalize every conversation where eventually you can't say no to me because yeah. I'm going to ask you about you know, your upbringing, your kids. I'm going to know your kids' birthdays. I'm going to know, you know, where you like to go for dinner. Who's your favorite baseball team? And they're going to forget that, you know, they're a client. They're going to think, they're, they're going to feel like we're friends. That's why you know, a lot of the title companies, I mean, I get, you know, for two or three co- companies in my area, you know, I get right or first refusal if, if I want it or don't want it. And, you know, I've only been doing this a year. So it's not like I've been this grizzly vet for 20 years who pounded it out. I just found yeah. out a better way to actually, you know, get a hold of people. And I say this like this is no like you know national secret. I mean, it's just that's why I said that when you and I talked about this. You know, we got to share information with our peers because all we want to do is it, it comes down to my old boss used to say years ago, the, the rising tide lifts all boats. So we can make this industry better by sharing information back and forth. Yeah. Listen, the people who were who are fly by night who got into it who think they're going to be you know overnight millionaires, they're going to fall by the wayside and be out of it in six months. It's just because everyone, their mother got into this business during COVID. Like everyone was going to be a loan signing agent. Everyone was going to make $10,000 a month. And the refi is dying down too. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, Lord. Yeah. Unfortunately, the refis are dying down, but what I'm seeing ticking up a lot, I'm doing a, I'm doing a lot of modifications. Really? You know, knock on wood. I mean, thank God at least the banks are being amicable to doing those versus just foreclosures. Yeah. Like I've done. Uh, I mean, and listen, I'll do modifications all day because they pay pretty well. And you're there 10, 15 minutes in and out the door. I mean, I'm taking more time putting things in my, not- my notary journal than I am, you know, because most of them are two stamps and like three signatures and we're out the door. Right. Like, like I'll do those all day. I'll do those all day and twice on Sunday, you know, but it's, you know, but all oh, refis are dropping off bad. And I think, you know, the, the only, at least you know where I am though is the uh, the home inventory is still extremely low and we're getting into buying season, so I think you're going to see a lot more buyer seller packages popping up, just because I mean rates I mean listen rates are higher now but they're not if you look at like a 15 year average they're still pretty historically low, yeah. you know I don't think we're going to I mean listen I remember my parents bought their first house in the uh, the early 80s their first mortgage was 14 and a half percent, which is mind boggling to think, I mean I. I remember get, get my first car loan when I was like 21. I think I only got it 8%. I could imagine being 14% on a house. But I think, you know, I think, listen, things are going to tick up a little bit higher on the rates, I, in my opinion. Just talking to a lot of folks in the mortgage industry. And that's the other thing, by the way. You know, it comes down to knowing your craft. 
listen, I tell people all the time, listen, re read the research reports, listen to the, the financial news every day, understand what's going on in the mortgage industry. The, you should know in the morning, you wake up and by 7.30, you should know what the interest rates are that day. For, you know, a 30 or 15, you know, you should know what the arms are. I mean, hey, what's scaring me up by us? And I started talking to a few mortgage people. Some of these mortgage companies are going back to doing the ninja mortgages, which that's scaring the heck out of me. So those are back in, you know, you're, I'm a little bit older than you are, my friend. So Educated. back in two, so 2008 with the mortgage crisis, the ninja mortgage was basically no income verification, no job verification, no asset verification. Basically, you would just go in and say, yeah, I make this amount. Yeah, this, they'll just look at your FICO score and they would, you would, you would walk in and be like, hey, you know what? I make a million dollars a year. Oh, great. You make a million bucks a year, but you don't have to verify it. So they're coming, some of these banks are creeping out with that again. That, that's going to be a repeat of 2008 when, I mean, that 2008 was a rough year for everyone with the mortgage crisis. That was probably one of the worst years for me professionally. I remember I had to lay off 50 employees in one day. Oh, yeah. Those are the days I thank God I don't, I don't drink because I would have been, you know, probably still not sober right now. Uh, no, 13 years Ooh. later, that was, I, I had to fly to St. Louis at a client of mine and lay off. It was a day after Easter. I had to lay off almost 50 people on a project and just kind of turn around, walk out, and go right back to the airport. Wow. Let me tell you something. Talk about, talk about stressful. That's why nothing in this industry stresses me out at all. <laughs> but, but I'll tell you, tell you a funny anecdote. So, you know, I think we, we spoke, you know, on Instagram when I was out in Florida a couple of weeks ago. Mm -hmm. So, funny thing on the way home, and again, I'm a little older than you are. So, you probably understand the reference. So, you, so you remember the, um, the group, the diplomats? Of course. John with Jim Jones. Yeah. So, I get, so I'm flying JetBlue from Fort Lauderdale, flying back to Jersey. I missed my first flight, got on a last flight on JetBlue. I sit down and with me, my wife laughs. The second I go on a plane, I fall asleep. Like before my seatbelt's on, my body shuts off. So I wake up 10 minutes later. Who's sitting next to me? Jim Jones, the diplomats. I mean, of course, <laughs> you know, he's got the he's got, he's got the he's got the mask on, of course, because we're you know we're still doing COVID stuff. But he's got this gigantic, it looks like, a, looks, looks like an NBA championship ring. Yeah. And I'm looking at it, and it says diplomats. I look at him, he goes, oh, you don't know what that is. I go, I go, look at him, I go, you're Jim Jones, man. And you know, coming from a 49-year-old, a you know, like white guy, <laughs> I know, I think I kind of shocked him a little bit, but he did a, um, a podcast video, and it's funny, I watch it every day. I watch the clip at least twice a day for motivational purposes. Yeah. So he did an interview and it was talking about, you know, when he was down and he was out, he just kind of pulled himself up and said, you know what, listen, I'm a hustler. It's what I do. And it's talking about not letting his wife, his kid, his mom, you know, feel what he was going through. And the one thing he said, it's, I, it's in my head every single day. And I listen to it daily. And my wife actually laughs because I'll send it to her via Instagram all the time. And it says, you know what, you know, so what, things are bad. You know what? So I won't buy Chanel for you know a few months. But what's back popping is Chanel every day, and because he said you know, it's because I'm a hustler, and because that's what I do. And I, I sat next to him and I said to him, you know, because listen, I went through a real down. Jersey is getting you know, motivation from Jim Jones on a clip on Instagram. You know, so for me, it was one of those things where I had the privilege to talk to him. He takes him first and foremost. He is one of the nicest, kindest people I've ever spoken to in my entire lifetime. He, I sat there laughing with him on the plane for two hours, flying up, 
with a drunk guy between us punching the seat and trying to break his TV screen. And I sat there and looked, I'm sitting there, and it, it was one of the greatest conversations I've ever had, ever had on business in life was talking to Jim Jones on a plane. So that goes back to we can learn as a business from anybody and everybody. You know, listen, I come back, I've been a, a company for 20 plus years. My probably four best mentors in this industry are you, Tech, Tiger, Andre, period. I can take any one of the four of you guys, put you in a $100 million company running it, and it's a $150 million company within two years because you guys understand the concept of business. And that's the thing. You know, I mean, I don't care if we're selling lollipops, boozy ice pops, which, by the way, is a thing. I was in Charleston visiting my son at college. They actually have, like, food trucks that sell alcoholic ice pops. That's, that has to be my next business, by the way. Because there were a bunch of college students lined up down the street getting those things. But you know what it is? It comes down to, you know, this whole business is networking. Whether you network with your peers, your mentors, clients, whatever it might be. Someone, it gets to the point now, I'll have people, I'll tell you what, one of the great ones I got, believe it or not, one of the weirdest sources of business. And when I first got into the business, I was printing a lot of things at Staples. Mm-hmm. And I start talking to the guys in the printing shop at Staples, and everyone assumes that you can go to Staples and get things notarized like you could at a UPS store. Yeah, which you can too. So they've got a stack of my business cards. I've probably gotten at least fifty to sixty notarizations because they're like, "Hey, call Joe Butler. Here's his card. He's a notary. He lives fifteen minutes away. He'll meet you here in twenty minutes." My phone will ring. Like, hey, so and so from Staples, give me your number. You know, the bank managers now, they can't, those folks can't notarize a plethora of documents. They've got my business card. They've got my business card. Hey, you know what? I can't do it, but call this guy. He'll come meet you wherever. You know, unfortunately, you know, great source of it is, you know, going to retirement communities. Um, Unfortunately, hospices as well. A lot of folks wait till the absolute last minute to get their, you know, power of attorneys or durable medical stuff done. And which is, I mean, like you leave those places, like you thank God you're alive and healthy and you can walk around because you walk in and you see people at their, you know, their dying moment. Yeah. I had a lady a month ago at a hospital who was in terminal hospice, stage four cancer. I came to her power of attorney. She's like, before you leave, she goes, I want to pray for you that, you know, you have a great life. She's like, she goes, come give me a hug. And I'm like, this lady's got like days left and she's worrying about making sure I'm good. And I'm like, I want to be that generous at some point in my life. I'm not there yet. I'm working on it. But that woman just was like, you know what? I want to hear about you, your life. You know, you're such a great person. Went to leave. She's like, oh, I'll. She said, you want to check her cash? I was like, it's the first time ever. I'm like, you know what? I'm like, this one's on me. I'm like, period. I just just felt great about it. Yeah. You know, I'll tell you one of the other things I saw, and this is a great thing, especially if you can pair up with an attorney. This has become something that, you know, we've been messing around with for a bit. And we found out, you know, the hard way last year. So my older son is a freshman in college, goes to school at the Citadel, the military college of South Carolina. And so the uh, first week they down there was called Hell Week, where they just, it's 20 hours a day training around the clock. So he ended up developing strep along with like half of his freshman class because they're out in like the swamps of South Carolina running around in August, which is not fun. Right. So we get a text message from him. Oh, I'm in the infirmary. You know, I'll be, and we call the infirmary. Oh, we can't give you information because he's over 18 and you don't have a durable power of attorney. So it's a HIPAA violation. So the light went off and said, listen, if we put a package together where we could give, you know, prospective college students, their parents, a way to put an unfortunate will for a kid, power of attorney, 
And, you know, the medical directive in one package will come out. Myself and my wife will also be the witnesses in Jersey at the notary can be a witness as well. We'll come down, bring you standard documents. You fill them out. We'll sign them, stamp them on your way. I mean, the town we live in, there's 2,400 kids in the graduating class. Three quarters of them are going to go to college. I guarantee you none of them have that documentation when they go to school. Yeah. We started marketing that out a bit. And let me tell you something. I would have a very busy June and July with that to say the least, you know, so we spoke to an attorney who's a friend of ours and said, listen, you know, obviously we can't draft the documentation, but would you give us like a standard set or tell people, listen, go to this website, download it, just fill it in. We'll come out and, and complete the witnessing. You know, we'll bring the witnesses, the notary right to your house. I don't care if it's nine, 10, 11 o'clock at night, boom, we'll roll over and take care of it. So, you know, there's a way to make money in this business everywhere. You just got to, A, you got to think a little bit outside the box, Absolutely. have a lot of faith in yourself. That's the biggest thing, man. If you have faith in yourself and you have the confidence, believe me, it goes back to this, the old saying, sometimes you got to fake it before you make it. Yep. And a lot of times, you know, I've been in, you probably the same thing. I've been in, you know, in closings where, you know, unfortunately the person's attorney wants to be there and, you know, they think they're, clo they're controlling the closing. I make them know real quick. They're not. That, you know, it's my closing, you know, sit there, review the documents and please be quiet. Right. You know, I had a guy all of a sudden at a closing on a $13 million house on the, on the beachfront up here. It was like, oh, I want to change the signing order. I want to change the stacking order. I'm like, nope. So I return it difference. I mean, they're going to dock my pay. Guys like, well, blah, blah, blah. I, go, I go, I'm in charge. I'm the stamp. I'm the closing person assigned. I go, if I get up and leave, it's not closing today. So do your favor. Here's a copy. Look at it. But let's start signing now. You know, so that's the, the thing, you know, it's really, it's, it's about, you know, a lot of having a lot of confidence in yourself and your abilities. Listen, the, the, you don't have to be a rocket scientist to do this at the end no. of the day. And it's the God's honest truth. You don't. And I'm not no. discounting, you know, my intelligence level, your intel or anyone's at all, but it's not, listen, at the end of the day, we're not doing heart surgery and we're not Elon Musk putting a rocket in space. I'd like to be, but you know, listen, I'd love to be able to buy Twitter for $46 billion, but it's not happening today. Maybe tomorrow, but we, you know, we have an opportunity to really help people out and make their lives a little bit easier. You know, like when I work every day, you know, when I was in my old profession, you know, one of the things, especially at the end of my career, like I had like no fulfillment because I was just like, I, basically my life was a profit and loss statement. It was like, okay, do we make money or lose money today? Yep. I'm out there dealing with people every day where, you know what, I'm making their life a little bit easier, a little bit better, have some great conversations. You know, I've had people have done loan signings for, I was in my cards with them who call me for other stuff. I'm like, hey, so-and-so gave me your number. You did a loan closing. I need to get a will to trust. Like you roll out. It's all about networking in this industry. It's all networking, period. You know, and I think, you know, and you're great at it, but well, I tell you, you're probably better than anybody else I know at this, at farming out opportunities to other people. Listen, being part of your group. You and I got hooked up because I went into the trust for you one day. Yep. It's happened to be someone in Jersey. I was awake. I get up early in the weekends and ended up that, you know, we had a good opportunity. You and I became friendly. We started talking more. And that's what I think, you know, so many people in this industry are hesitant to do is to network with each other. I don't mean like going to these like, you know, cockamamie meetups where we're going to have like, you know, chips and dips and a beer. It's like, you no, know, listen, let's professionally network and help each other. Right. Listen, if I could float, if I could float you a job, you know, I'll do it. If I get a request in California, you're the first person I'm calling. And you get something in New Jersey, I can guarantee you my phone's going to ring. Absolutely. It's not, it's not, it's not even a question because at the end of the day, we've established trust with each other. Right. You know, you know I, when I went to do, you know, your trust out in Jersey, 
I treated it like it was my own. I went there, I went there not representing the attorney on the document. I went there representing you and your brand. And that's something we have to take a little more care of each other is, listen, there's enough business out there for all of us. Right. It, there is. There's no doubt. That's why now I started doing following your advice on, you know, I represent myself as a national signing agency. You know, I have clients call me, you know, I started doing a lot of corporate documents too now. Listen, you get situations like, you know, I haven't gotten the, the miracle, hey, you get the airport phone call yet, but I've gotten through a lot of corporate documents. I did a bunch of stuff recently for a guy who bought like seven or eight shopping centers. Same amount of time as normal loan closing, but it was, you know, I was able to charge them three times the amount. You know, so we, we really, we got to just all stick together. And, you know, truthfully, you look at it this way. We all can learn from each other. We can pick up one little nugget to make ourselves, you know, 1% better, you know, what we're doing and it's worth it. I mean, seriously, look at us, you know, you and I, you know, on paper, you know, typically wouldn't be friends. You wouldn't have, you know, we're, how old are you? What are you like, late 20s? 32. Well, I'll be oh, 32 well, you're, this you're year. You're well, my friend. You're doing you're aging well. I was just like 28, 29. So that's good for you. But you know what? We have a lot of respect. We have a lot of respect for each other. Listen, again, you know, listen to, to tech, listen to Tiger is an absolute monster, man. That guy is like, his call scripts are hands down the best thing I've ever heard. I, I wish I knew his techniques when I was selling like 20 and $30 million software. I would have probably doubled. You know, and I think, <laughs> say, again, you know, and I think, you know, Andre needs to start paying me commission. But again, his training classes are by far one of the best things out there he's, on top of it. He's nothing but an absolute gentleman on top of it. And that's the one thing, you know, you've been so responsive about stuff. He's been great. You know, Tiger has been, you know, every once in a while, float him a question and I don't get how you'll know, buy this course. We do this. It's like, I get an answer. Yeah. You know, people ask me questions. I give them answers. It's really, yeah. you know, we got, some, we have a really a great industry that's really theoretically recession proof. I mean, listen, are the, the, the mortgage stuff going to go up and down? Yeah. That's why you got to be willing to notarize or do any sector of the business. It's out there. Yeah. You know, and listen, who would have thought, if you asked me a year ago, would I be working at property management companies, you know, helping them with all their foreclosures? I never thought about it. Yeah. You know, but guess what? It's, it's lucrative. I'm able to help employ a friend of mine and make him money in retirement. You know, and that's the thing that it just, we got to be willing to help each other. And, you know, people got to realize the help has to go both ways. You know, that's why I said, people always ask, Oh, can you mentor me? It's like, well, what am I, what am I getting out of that? Other than just being a nice guy. Can I pick your listen, brain? I'm, I'm, yeah. When, it's like, <laughs> and I always tell people, listen, I'll answer a question or two, three, four, but when you start, you pass a half an hour of my time, then, you know, yeah. it comes back to, I hate to say it, it comes back to time equals money. Yeah. You know, that's money I'm not signing or I'm not doing something else or I'm not, you know, focusing on my sales company where, you know, I represent, you know, six or seven consulting companies and hardware and software firms, you know, still working a lot. Of, I, I never want my Rolodex to aspire because let me tell you something, the second you step away from any industry, I mean, you're, you're only as good as your last sale, your last notarization. It's, you know, you've got to stay current, stay in contact with people. You know, even if you're not getting business from a title company, call them, check in, see how they're doing, ask how their personal life's going. Because yeah. guess what? That next closing might come up 30 minutes later and you're fresh in their mind. Yeah. You know, it comes down to it. Again, I, I cannot stress it enough, man. Sales is a contact sport. The more you contact, the more you're going to sell. It's just like that, y'all. This was such a great interview. So many gems, so much to unpack. You're going to have to watch this not once, not twice, but quite a few times. 
And I got to ask you before we get out of here, where do you see your business in the next five to 10 years? So what I actually want to do is I want to start, so my company is Speedy Mobile Notary of New Jersey, is I actually want to open franchises um, actually along the Eastern Seaboard. So you know, we've considered actually moving to coastal South Carolina um, recently. We have fell in love with the Charleston area. But, you know, I want to start focusing on, you know, I want to see where this whole concept of, you know, Ron work is going. It's yeah. still in its infancy. I want to see where it's going. I'm still, you know, I still mess around a little bit with Doc Verify and some other platforms. Um, you know, I want to start working more on corporate stuff, more working, you know, alongside attorneys. I found a lot of success working in the auto industry as well. Yeah. And I really, and I think, you know, I really want to start seeing, unfortunately, where, you know, where this eviction business piece goes as well. But I want to start opening up franchises and along the coastal states. I want to have, you know, Speedy Mobile Notary of Delaware, Virginia, of Maryland, of North South Carolina. You know, I want to grow that out and allow people to, you know, take an established brand and, you know, be able to start a business. Because I think one of the tough things is, is the startup cost for people. Yeah. And if I can do it in a way where I can split fees and I'll provide them the laptop, I'll provide them the training, I'll provide the printers for them and do like a rev share model, you know, under something like that, that's what I'd, I'd love to get to. Where can the people find you? Drop, 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 drop everything. So, Social media, website, where can the people find you? Okay, so for right now, you're going to laugh because I got to follow my advice. I'm bad on social media, so that's coming. So my website is speedynotarynj.com. I do have an Instagram page as well, but that's kind of a work in progress. I'm going to hire one of my kids and start building up my stuff. But speedynotarynj.com. I'm always reachable at jbutler at speedynotarynj.com. Anytime I answer emails 24-7, I don't sleep. I am coffee all day. <laughs> all high octane, my friend. So what, listen, any questions, any problems, listen, you know you can call me 24-7. People have questions, want help reach out to me via email, hit me up on the website. I'm more than happy to help out whenever folks need help. I got I to record this real quick. There we go. Yo, I appreciate you, Joe. I, I really appreciate, I appreciate you, you as well. On, man. This, was, this was incredible. This is one of the few, this is one of the few podcasts where I didn't, I didn't do too much talking, but I just sat back. <laughs> I just sat back. Oh, yeah. I, when you're on fire like that, you got to, you got to, I got to, when you, when you have somebody that's on fire like you was, you got to keep letting them go. Cause it's just so much uh, that you're giving out. No, and I appreciate. Listen, I, I appreciate you more than you could ever know. I mean, truthfully, I, I consider you a friend and a brother, and I'm, I'm looking forward to having a great relationship with you for a long time. It's been real, y'all. Appreciate you all for tapping in to the Stamper Podcast. Make sure you like. Make sure you subscribe to the YouTube channel. Make sure you like this podcast. Give it a five star rating. And make sure you listen to this a couple of times because, again, it's a lot to unpack in this episode, and this is going to give you a lot of value. And until next time, y'all, peace.